Jumping into the morning's rock mailbag, Sharon. Hey, Jay and Sharon, love the pod. Thank you. Just wondering if you guys had had a different name for it when you first started. That's funny. Wow. We actually did. The working titles were, wow, that's a lot of pus. Ew. And, wait a minute, <laughs> is this an intervention? <laughs> it still is. Uh, how about this? We're going to test your skills. We're going to test your love of meats. And decisions, decisions, decisions. All coming up. On what? The Morning's Rock Puscast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, podcast. See, podcast sounds better. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. Do you find yourself paralyzed when it comes to performing that artistic maneuver known as the parallel park? New study finds that your heart rate can increase by an average of 57%. Hmm. Because of the stress and anxiety of doing it quickly without hitting anything, which is, of course, the goal. <laughs> Try not to do that. Now, there's so many advanced braking systems and parking systems now where a lot of people have cars where you, they take their hands completely off the wheel and the car parks itself. I don't have that, but I do have the the backup camera and the front camera that, that beep incessantly. And I have the, the brakes that will lock if you get too close to the vehicle. Wow. But, which is awesome because it makes a grinding noise that my wife just loves. And and she swears and then gets out of the car whenever it happens, which is, you know, not at <laughs> As all. As the awkward. driver or the passenger? As the passenger. <laughs> Do you know what I have? What do you have? Skill. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So let me I, hit it. Let me I, have it. I can parallel park. It's my skill. Are you good yes. under pressure? Yep. Both sides. Totally you good. You don't do it often? Mm -hmm. But I love it when you boast. Because <laughs> you don't do it nearly enough. <laughs> Would you say it's safe to say that you can parallel park probably better than 99% of people listening right now? I wouldn't go that far. Why not? Uh, I don't know. Life is about broad assumptions. Be the best. Be the best. Be the best. <laughs> Sharon is the best at parallel parking. <laughs> I live just off Sherbrooke. Yeah. And I live on, I live on a cut through. Okay? Yeah. And it's used to get from Ontario to Sherbrooke to get to Papineau. So it gets rammed. And people love to do this. If you're going to park or you're just doing anything, they get right on, right on, right on your bumper. So I have to throw on my four ways mm -hmm. and I have to roll down my window and point and go, listen, head, I'm just going to park because I live here, man. Okay? So you got one shot at the parallel park in that pressure situation because... They're already mad that they've oh, yeah. had to even stop, right? Yep. So that's where I do feel the pressure. I, too, am pretty good. But if I don't make it, I don't make it in a big way. <laughs> I'm on the curb. I'm facing into the... I don't mind saying it. I'm, I, I'll just go around. I'll go around the block. I get patience from those situations because I don't think that anybody else's time is more precious than mine. And I'm not implying that my time is more precious than theirs. I just find that there's that uh, that that attitude of people like, come on, it's my turn. Well, your turn comes after my turn, so you're just going to have to wait a sec. Right. So I don't tend to freak out in the parallel parking situation. For anybody thinking that it's a gender-based thing, same study said it's <laughs> basically the same for men and women. Parallel parking is tricky. Just backing into a spot associated with a heart rate spike. And on average, men actually experience a bigger jolt than women. Because I think guys have that performance anxiety that carries over to other stuff. <laughs> Maybe. If I, can't, if I can't back in, how am I going to go forward? 
<laughs> well, your wife's already left the vehicle, so. It's true. It's <laughs> She's true. judging you from the curb. But it's the anxiety of the, of the ABS. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I have trust issues with that stuff, too. Oh, these brakes are going to do it for you. Or they show the cars parking themselves. Yeah. I don't think so, man. Something's going to happen. <laughs> Sharon's immediately shutting that off. I don't think so. I can do this better nope. than you. 11977 <laughs> to share your parallel parking thoughts. Hey, guys, loving this parallel parking conversation. It's because we all got to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Sharon. Boast. <laughs> love it. <laughs> and Jay, love how you were totally owning how perhaps less skilled under pressure you are. Yeah, man. Just got to just gotta be real. It's, it's totally a... It's it, performance it, it's anxiety, a, Jay. It's a thing. Maybe in that area. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, from 1197.7. When I was younger, it would make me sweat to parallel park. Now that I'm older with the experience, I just take my time and I do it well. There you go. Kind of like other stuff. Cheers, Mike. By the way, <laughs> can you guys let me know, why would you need a front parking camera when there's a giant window to look out of. Good point. <laughs> it's a very good point. True. My my car has a super deep hood scoop, so there's a there's a blind spot in the front where I can't physically see Whoa. the car in front of me. So the, the front camera I use all the time to make sure I have that distance right because I also try and be considerate on my block because there's not a ton of parking to make sure that I don't park between two spots and mm-hmm. use up a whole spot and be yep. that guy. Nobody likes that guy. Nobody likes that guy. Well, I was in the Walmart parking lot uh, almost two years ago now, and uh, I was fully backed out, prepared to then take off, you know, and somebody was backing out and hit me. So we got into our conversation about whatever. He's, oh, I'm really sorry. The sun was in my camera. I'm mm. like, I get it, but, like, you still have to use your eyes and windows and stuff. He, and he, he didn't... Didn't compute. It Had was, a toddler in the back seat, and he was just all tech. You blaming the computer? Yep. I got a standing ovation once from a construction <laughs> crew for parallel parking my minivan into a relatively small spot. Nice. I was a little confused, but apparently someone else in a little car had tried to parallel park there and had actually failed. Ooh. That's a good one. Congratulations. Yeah, there's a couple little tricks that you just line up your your side view mirrors with certain points in the car, and that's when you have to start turning your wheels and stuff, and that's what... You do that a few times, and then you're a champ. The Morning's Rock Podcast. There is no such thing as normal. Nope. No, 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 no. It is normal. No, 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 no. Or is it nope? Sharon and I will each give you an example. No, no, no. You text us at 11977 with your thoughts. For instance, something I have definitely noticed since moving to Montreal. Listening to music out loud on your phone or a speaker. No headphones, just booming it through the speaker. Like, I live I live across the street from Park LaFontaine, and every single time I go to the park, there's other people going to the park, mm-hmm. and they're either rollerblading or they're on unicycles. It's a thing. Or they're on bikes, <laughs> or they're walking. But And, and they're rocking, like, those pill speakers, the small beat speakers, yep. or one on their belt. So it's like you're sharing your music with the world, which is great, you know, unless I think your music is garbage. And the rest of the world doesn't want to hear deep bass house, maybe. Maybe yeah. you should maybe you should put it into headphones. So I'm not a fan of it. Okay, so my question is, are these people on the move? Is that what you're saying? Like they're they're riding their unicycles through the park or they're sitting on a blanket well, enjoying their They could be life. working their way up Papano towards Mount Royal. They could be making their way over towards the park. So they're on the move. They are on the move. They're not in it like okay. they're they're not in the bus stop bumping. So I would So I wanna know if it's normal or nope to be bumping your tunes out loud 
on speakers. I wonder if it's safer so that you don't have headphones so that you can hear cars honking at you. Take it off your unicycle. I don't know, based on sort of the day-glow booty short-wearing <laughs> rollerbladed dudes I'm seeing come, coming straight out the village and up Papano, I'm thinking they're not thinking about safety. They're just like, I need to share my music with the world. Wow, that's that's the sign language for music right there. Feet up in the air. Got it. <laughs> that's after you fall. Well, after your picture is painted, I'm going to go with, yeah, that's normal. I'm going to go with nope. <laughs> I'm going to go with nope. Uh, okay, you guys chime in. Is that normal or nope? 11977. And while you're doing that, consider this. Normal or nope? Counting the stairs when you go up them. Okay. I do it. Okay. And I know that I'm talking to someone with OCD. You are. That's you. You're not only going to put that in my head. Oh, no. So now, so now I need to know, is it is it like... Um, well, do you take the elevator or take the stairs at work? I take the elevator. So you don't have to worry about it here. I do. But I, I do. can tell you that from the garage, it's 19, and from the next level, it's 15. Wow. So when did you first start counting stairs? You know what? I think I was 10. And I remember 8 or 10 years old, and I remember coming up the stairs and informing my mother that there was 10 stairs on the way from the basement, then two to get to the top. Wow. She said, wow, how come you know? I said, well... What if I go blind one day? Then I would need to know how to get up from the basement. She was like, huh, good point, question mark. So, to yeah, recap, maybe I have a little OCD. What do you think? Just a healthy amount. Yeah. To recap, mm-hmm. normal or nope, playing your, your music on portable speakers instead of listening to it on headphones so that everybody gets to hear your tunes. Also normal or nope, counting the stairs when you go up them. Can you tally the amount of stairs you do in a day that way? Oof, do you know how many you've done in a week, I guess, based on... I think it would be easier just to wear the Fitbit. I think we're doing a perfect commercial <laughs> for Fitbit right now. So. <laughs> 11.97.7 for normal or no? Guys, normal for the loudspeakers. I'm Jesse. I'm a crossing guard, and I play show on my corner all day long. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning, youngsters, future minds. Rocking the corners. On my bike, I do the speaker, too, because it's safer than headphones. And I go. always have it on show or on blast and metal. Love you, Jesse. Thank you for the text. Uh, and normal or nope on counting the stairs as you go up or down them. Steve and his girlfriend count them by habit. They also say that we rock, Jay, so thank you very much for your text. And Chrissy said normal for counting stairs. As a mom who's always carrying things up and down the stairs, I definitely need to know how many there are so I don't fall flat on my face. Normal or nope, playing your music on an outdoor speaker, as in one attached to your body and not on your headphones when you're out in public. Normal or nope. A lot of people said normal, mostly because you can't have headphones in while you're riding a bike or something. But when you're walking, I think you can have headphones in if you're just dancing on the corner like Jay has witnessed in our fair city. Um, I guess so normal for some, but overall, nope. Just a smattering for you. Hip hop boom boxes, loud music, not normal. (laughs) Counting stairs is normal, especially when you're out of breath at the top from Glenn. Not listening to music out loud. Not normal. I'm not interested in other people's listening choices. I only like my own. Hey, well, that's just like what you had said. As for the stairs, mm-hmm. I guess it's okay to keep the stair climbing more interesting. That is from Mike and from Steve. I count the stairs as I climb by habit, as does my girlfriend. Now, are you saying that, Steve, because you guys count together on the way up? Like Laverne and Shirley? <laughs> like a Shlemiel and a Shlemazen? <laughs> and Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated? I like what Benjamin texted about uh, about your normal or nope. 
that there's a law preventing you from having headphones on while you're on a bike and you can get fined. So he says, I'd say it's normal, though annoying. No doubt. Speaking of annoying, last time we flew back from Mexico, the woman in front of us listened to her soaps on her iPad oh, at full volume. To add insult to injury, she was wearing earplugs. No, not earbuds. She was wearing earplugs. Well, that seems counterproductive. That's why she had to have it so loud, because her ears were plugged. Right. You know what's interesting is if you is if you if you pull on some you push the button on someone's chair in front of you and you lean them back ever so gently that they don't notice. Yep. Then you hold the button in and kick the seat as hard as you can. It'll propel them forward a few feet, oh. and they might get the message to stop being a dumb stick and doing stuff like that. Someone sounds like he needs a day off. No, I'm good. I just okay. enjoy I just enjoy making up scenarios where jack wagons get their comeuppance in public. <laughs> I like that you used jack wagons and comeuppance in the same breath. Well, good morning, sunshine. What would you like for breakfast? How about some eggs and sauce? I'd really rather have bologna. Bologna? Bologna? Yeah, bologna. Why would you want that? It is National Bologna Day today. I don't like bologna. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so, do you love bologna or bologna? Or are you a communist? <laughs> Uh, how do you not like bologna? Exactly. Is the question, I think. Does it not just evoke memories of like being a kid? Yes. And, like your mom or dad frying it up for breakfast, some eggs, eggs. some toast. You know what I mean? Because, you know, bacon was a treat. Yeah. You could buy a big old chunk of bologna and it would last like, you know, it was the, the perfect thing to bring to a cottage or camping. It's always a good, great memories for me. A stack of it. Um, I remember like... Making my own sandwich, like those first experiences of being allowed to oh, yeah. do something in the kitchen. The great thing too with bologna is you can cut it with a plastic. Exactly plastic knife. why they let us do it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too much mustard. <laughs> oh you yeah, know? way too, way too much. <laughs> and you can eat it raw, like right out of the fridge. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't had bologna in a little while, um, but it's yeah, it's it's like a one of those audible taste bud memories. Yeah. From 1197.7, I don't know, man. Bologna's kind of grainy. If I want to chew it, it's effing weird. Come on, Pat. It's good. It's good. You got to get over the... Texture is a, an interesting thing, though, for people. Some people yeah. are, are okay with textures. Other people are like, no. Like mushrooms. You know, my kid is just like, no, it's just the it's just the texture. Mm-hmm. I can't enjoy it. So quickly, bologna is mortadella without the fat chunks. Okay. Yeah, but people cl- people love mortadella as they if do. it's like this great, it's so but good. there's fat chunks in it. They say that regardless <laughs> of how we enjoy it today, it likely came to America at least with the large German immigration at the turn of the 20th century, hmm. establishing it as a de facto cuisine in many areas they settled in the states, including the Appalachians, Pennsylvania, and parts of the South. Interesting. We have triggered a memory for Alexandria in St. Anisette. Uh-huh. No! <laughs> bologna. Ew. Ten years of school lunches of only bologna sandwiches. Refuse to eat it now. Wow. But you can appreciate, certainly, Alexandria, that it was budget-friendly. And maybe that's why it plagued your lunch for so long. Yeah, also, Alexandria, you know, it could have been, as you look back, everything is a teachable moment. Perhaps during those ten years, you could have started making your own damn lunch. <laughs> And you could have made what you wanted. <laughs> or you could have got an after-school job and bought yourself, I don't know, pimento loaf. Pimento loaf. You're fancy. How about some spam? <laughs> Do you remember that spam? There was spam and there was click. You could buy click. 
spam, and that didn't it come with a key? It did. It was the key to uh, gastrointestinal yeah. distress, <laughs> is what it was. Let us know, 11977. Do you like bologna or are you a Nazi? If you ask me, wild thing, could Oscar Mayer have a way with theology and A? Oscar Mayer, the first name in bologna. <laughs> bologna. We are celebrating National Bologna Day today. Now, it's not just your bologna, it's my bologna. My, my, my guy, guy, woo! My, my, my bologna. What? My, my, my bologna. 1197.7 <laughs> for your bologna anecdotals for today. Back in 1978, I was in Newfoundland. ATV's grocery store had a section of like 15 foot long bologna in all formats. <laughs> Whole, have sausage, slices, pack of two one inch thick steaks even. Ooh. Ready for this? Cubed ah, bologna. For the fancy, maybe a afternoon lunch, you know, like a gathering. <laughs> Cubed bologna? <laughs> Cubed cheese? I guarantee you there will be people that will have bologna tonight. We called bologna regularly as our weekday family meal cowboy steak. <laughs> nice. Even had it when kids' friends stayed for dinner. I still have it for breakfast. I'm 59. Have a great day, Shomrocks, from the big guy. Thanks, nice. big guy. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Baloney is my favorite character in Police Academy. I looked that up. And? It's Mahoney. I wrote the guy back. I'm like, <laughs> Mahoney? He's like, yeah, I just hear it as baloney in my head. <laughs> I love that. Also, Kevin said that garlic baloney is the thing. Ooh, with mayo. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know about mayo with bologna. And I, I Pete Marier, not a fan of mayonnaise, to the f- point where he, he will recoil at the thought of it. Um, <laughs> you know how I know Pete hates mayonnaise? How's that? Every time we get together as a group, you mention that we're going to have it. Because <laughs> he like to he look at his face and I laugh every time. <laughs> oh, Sharon's going in for the mayo. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't know that mayo goes with bologna, though. I think straight up mustard has to be the thing. I've or done, a fancier mustard. Yeah, and? Both. Yeah, it's, it works. Yeah. It works. Even a miracle whip. Whip, exactly. A miracle whip. <laughs> Should you so desire? Uh, I don't know about that. Hi, <laughs> with the miracle whip. Look at this guy over here with the miracle whip. Um, oh, gosh. I have a good friend who was a nurse at the Montreal General, and she thought, um, Don't. Oh, no, I can't. That's why we pre-read these things. No, I I read it, too. I'm like, oh, it's... <laughs> below, below the knee amputation was called that because it looked like below the knee. Ah. But that happens. Because we don't want to leave you with that visual, we'll leave you, <laughs> yeah, with, we'll leave you with this visual. <laughs> From 11977. Hey, guys, love the show. Oh. Thank you. Did you guys know that bologna cake is a thing? You take slices of bologna, layer them, Use cream cheese for frosting. Oh. Then spray canned cheese for decoration and serve with crackers. Well, wow. someone wants to propose to my daughter. <laughs> Clearly. Get your day started with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 97.7. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. It is a fun fact Friday. Amaze your friends and your family at parties this weekend with the following facts, including the Swiss Army Knife. In South Korea, is called the MacGyver knife. Ooh, that is a fun fact. That's a MacGyverin you'll often hear. <laughs> I like it. Hey, here's a fun fact. The only planet in our solar system that's not named for a Roman god or goddess is ours, Earth. 
comes from an old English word, Bertha, which means ground. Fun fact. Even if only 1% of the people on the planet, speaking of Earth, think that you're sexy, that means 80 million people are into you. (laughs) I don't blame them. Uh, Fun fact. If you add up all the numbers on a roulette wheel, you get 666. Oh. Devil's work. Fun fact. Mm Mm-hmm. Plastic surgery actually has nothing to do with the materials that are actually used in the surgery. Okay. Plastic is from the Greek word plastikos, which means to mold or to form. Nice. Our Greek friends are like, I knew that. Duh. They're saying fun fact, duh. Hey, fun fact, Pringles, should you have found some in your child's loot bag from uh, Halloween, Pringles are only about 42% potato. The rest is wheat, starch, flour, oils, salt, and seasoning. And because of that, added value on the fun fact, they're not legally allowed to be called potato chips, which is why they technically are potato crisps. Can not, I say, can not I, a potato chip. Can I say in that commercial where the dude gets his arm caught in the Pringles can yeah. and then he's dancing with it on because he can't get it off? Yeah. He does know that it's made of paper, right? Like you could, you could rip it off of your own arm pretty easily. Or is he just not very strong? Maybe he just doesn't know yet. I mean, that's... You should really dig into that. And I believe, finally... No, I have one after you. I believe, second to last... (laughs) Fun fact, I can't count. (laughs) Also, another fun fact, when you die, the last sense that leaves your body is your hearing. Wow. Happy weekend! Hey! Fun fact... Uh, one more about, uh, you know, Earth and space and stuff. According to NASA, the Las Vegas Strip is the brightest spot on Earth from space. And a whole bunch brighter with the sphere lighting it up. Oh. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Show traffic. Fun fact, it's heavy on the westbound side of the Trans-Canada this morning from Highway it's a Would You Rather Wednesday on Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Some deep thoughts from the shallow end of the pool. All right. Today's question. Would you rather have 300 kids come to your door at Halloween? Or would you rather have to answer the door and listen to half an hour of Christmas carolers. Tis the season to be jolly. La 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 Please leave my doorstep before I turn on the hose. So I think we know what your answer is, Jay. Yeah, I gotta tell you, it just it just gets awkward after the first few minutes. I've had it happen. And you're like, oh, this is fun. Come on, come on. By song three, you're like, oh my God. How much money do, do I have to, to get you to, to go? Are we the last house or do you do a, a full set? <laughs> At least with the kids, it's a quick transaction. It's like, I know what you're here. I can, I'm gonna give you what you want. You're gonna give me what I want, the cuteness. Bye-bye. With the carolers, it's just like, and if it's worse, if they're your neighbors, and you're like, and they suck, and you're like, oh, I oh, this is too bad. I'm picking carolers, Jay. Okay, I thought you would. <laughs> I can tell by the smile on your face that was frozen. You're like, I like carolers. Yeah, they're coming to your house and they're singing. 
So you stand there and you let them do it. And then if they go on to the second song, you pull up a chair. You grab your wine glass. You enjoy it even more. Okay. Tis the season to be jolly, Jay. You just back the... But, well, actually, no, I didn't pick a season. I said it. it's I'm, transitional I'm, to I'm, the... I'm just quoting a line from the song, Jay. <laughs> Get in the game, man. See, I don't like Christmas carolers. So how would I know the words? <laughs> Brad wants the Christmas carolers. I really enjoy Christmas music. Okay, Brad. That's positive, Brad. From our buddy Brando. He's in my camp. Do we get to throw <laughs> snowballs at the Christmas carolers? I would gladly choose 100 kids for Halloween any day. To seeing those kids last night running around full of energy and excitement in their costumes filled my heart more than any Christmas carol ever could. Ah, That would be good. There you go. You know what else I noticed? What? Not a single kid at Halloween ever dresses up as a Christmas character. And you can't say Frozen because that doesn't count. You ever notice that? You never see a kid dressed as Santa or a reindeer? They're very seasonally specific. Hmm. You're right. Every once in a while you see a drunk dad with a Santa cap because that's his everybody grabbed on the way out the door. Eleven ninety seven seven for would you rather, would you rather like 300 kids come to your door on Halloween or would you rather have to answer the door to listen to a full half an hour of Christmas carolers? Carolers. I don't get Christmas carolers. I don't like seeing my neighbors, much less hearing them sing. You know, it's just kind of weird hearing your neighbors sing about the baby Jesus when last week they just shot each other arguing over a Chevy being better than a Ford. All right? Thank you. Thank you, Larry the Cable Guy. That's funny. And thank you at 1197.7 for, for bailing me out a little bit because I'm getting called a Grinch. Left, right, and center. <laughs> but there's a few people that aren't super into the whole caroler thing. That's true. Um, we have a text that says, I've been on this planet for 42 years and I've never met carolers come to my house, nor have I seen carolers in the wild. Carolers in the wild. <laughs> you always know they're coming because they jingle and they jangle. Exactly. Both are equally awesome, but 300 kids worth of candy is expensive. Give me the carolers. There you go. There you go. That's a good pick. I saw Santa last night. Uh, says Crystal. Oh. And she writes, ooh, that's a tough question, though, but I'll have to say the trick-or-treaters. Okay. All right. Kids uh. for Halloween. I'll definitely take that one. I work at a school so I can handle tons of kids at one time. Good for you. Nice one. That's a skill. Uh, my sister texted Jay. Uh-huh. I can read most of what she said because she's colorful. Uh, she oh. says, I get the Christmas carolers, but I agree with Jay. They'd be singing for a half an hour. That's a lot of effing singing. That is. <laughs> and she had uh, close to 200 people last night at her house. Wow. So... That's picking the, That's picking a lot of kids, I like Debbie. that. I like just keep it moving, keep it moving. There's also a text that said, Dear Jay. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. They sang it, too. It came through with that specialist <laughs> singing effect. Thank you for making the extra <laughs> effort. I would gladly give out 500 bags of chips to the kids. What's the point of carolers anyway? If I wanted to hear Christmas songs, I'd turn on iTunes. Steve might have just been singing that Grinch tune. Maybe. Also, by the way, it's a better selection on iHeart, and it's free. There you go. I was saying that you never see people dressing up as Christmas characters at Halloween, and you just read one text for someone that did. Right. This one, the final one, my son went trick-or-treating as Santa one Halloween. He handed out candy canes. His brother <laughs> was a reindeer. That's fun. That is genius. It's kind of, it's not like it's easy, but it's right there. Did you read Brent's text? Uh, Brent wrote... Uh, little guy knocked on my door at 10 a.m., <laughs> said he was getting his share and starting early. I laughed and gave him a whole bowl of goodies. 
<laughs> Brent for the win. Nailing it for the win. From the West Island to the East End, Montrealers wake up with Jay Sharon and Chantal. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast. Show 97.7. Mornings now, random in seconds. But first, allow us to say this. <gasps> Bye. Yeah. What? Uh-huh. That's awful. Uh-huh. Ew. Okay, well, let's do that. Here's some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was completely out of context. It's Mornings Random. And it was like a bunch of dudes got together in a room and they were like, we should definitely pick a new mascot, but let's all do acid first. (laughs) If they made a mint that had like positive messages on the wrappers, they could call them complimentos. (laughs) I'm not spoon feeding you, Montreal. (laughs) Yesterday was like a ladle feeding. (laughs) Tilt your head back. We're just going to pour it in. (laughs) Never look at a burrito the same way again. Oh, God. I show your caller seven. I'm sorry, I was anxious. Premature ejaculation. Because she's dead. Ethel's dead. I know you hear this every once in a while from me, but I'm still on the hunt for a dongle. There's dongles everywhere in the world. Speaking of dongles. Tie all the dongles. Tying all the dongles together because it's low-hanging fruit. Legal. You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shom, Jay, Sharon, and Chantel on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long.